This is Ed Sakali with Athletic Strength and Power Podcast. We're going remote. We're in the midst of a COVID-19 coronavirus lockdown. Hewitt Tomlin, he's our guest today. He's from Team Builder. And we're going to talk to Hewitt about Team Builder and how it's become even more of a, an advantage for a professional collegiate high school program to be able to keep an eye on their, uh, their athletes and, and better communicate with their athletes. Hewitt, welcome to the program. Thanks, Ed, for having me back. I appreciate it. Uh, Hewitt, tell us a little bit about, uh, you've been on a couple times before, but uh, I, know, I think you guys have been business uh, a team builder now. This has been going on for almost 10 years, I think. Yeah, we, um, you know, from the time the idea first started till now, we're, mm-hmm. we're getting close to 10 years. Um, yeah. But I kind of break our business up into into chapter, chapters. You know, at one point, my, in the beginning, my, uh, my partner and I, uh, you know, we're, we're doing team builder on the side. It was our side hustle, so to speak. And as the business grew and momentum grew and word got out, we, uh, we quit our jobs and, and did it full time. And that's, that's when I consider us to have become a legitimate business. And I think we're probably four years uh, out of that uh, transition. So that, yeah, here we are now. Yeah. And didn't you guys, weren't you guys originally like at John Hopkins or something like that? How did that all originate? Yeah, we were Division three athletes at Johns Hopkins. We played football. And like a lot of D3 schools, we had a strength coach who was not a strength coach per se. It was, you know, a football, a football assistant coach that was running the weight room. And um, everyone did the same training program. If you were a freshman quarterback or a senior defensive tackle, you were doing the same program uh, day in, day out. And, you know, we got curious and wondered that why that was the case and basically found out that, you know, at some schools like Division Three is where there's a single strength coach and many teams to be trained. Uh, they just didn't have the resources to uh, create programs that were position specific or, uh, you know, specific to a certain development group. And that's where we got curious as to how a software program can maybe offer some advantages over using Excel for, for small staffs. Interesting. So then you guys, what was your major in college to, like, to be able to give you this type of background? Uh, well, I actually was a public health major. So a, a lot of folks who, who took my degree w- would be relevant now during COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was a business minor. Uh, we didn't have a business major at Hopkins. If we did, I probably would have gone that route. Yeah. And my, my partner actually started out computer science and switched to, to economics, um, but, you know, had a strong interest in computer science to the point where he continued programming, you know, teaching himself how to program throughout college. And that's, that's where our programming background comes from is with my partner. And then I, I kind of took over sales and marketing on the, the front end. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like uh, Dr. Ted Lamarino is my, uh, one of my partners, uh, myself feel like we've known about, you know, we've, we were a uh, team builder when you guys, at, at the inception, we were kind of like right there and uh, just kind of working through it, trying to see how uh, you guys were developing. And it's really neat to see how your, your little company is, has blossomed into what it is today. Yeah, thanks. I Look, I, I didn't think we'd get here. Um, mm-hmm. I, I knew that if we, if we worked hard at it and, and, and stuck with it, we'd have a somewhat viable business, but um, it's turned out to be a little bit bigger than I imagined it a few years back, which I'm certainly grateful for. Yeah. And uh, I, I think what I'm really grateful for is just the quality of our customers. 
I mean, there are some, some strength coaches that are just really quality people that I'm really lucky to consider uh, as my customers. And mm-hmm. they, they give us a lot of word of mouth referrals and they do a lot for our business in terms of its reputation. So I, that, that's probably what I'm most grateful for is, is the people I get to work with. You know, I myself uh, was a 21 year strength and conditioning coach, physical educator at the uh, largest Ohio public high school, Cincinnati. And I'll tell you what, this would have been around while I was doing that. I would have been, it would have saved me tons of work. What, and uh, you know, for, for our listeners out there that don't know what I'm talking about, how can team builder help a high school strength coach or any strength coach for that matter? Yeah, well, you know, for one, just keeping things organized in one place. I, I know that th- there are some Excel models that coaches use that are really, really powerful. But at the high school level. You don't have a technical. You don't have a technical issue. You have a volume issue. You have a lot of athletes that you need to keep track of, whether yes. that's attendance or progress, or just making sure that you're optimizing the training programs for for each athlete. Um, doing that with spreadsheets can can become burdensome, especially if you're a single coach or maybe oh, a staff of two. Absolutely, right. I'm sure that was your case. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, logging into Team Builder and then quickly searching any athlete's name and then getting all the data for that athlete in one place is is fairly helpful. Uh-huh. And then on the and 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 being able to click an athlete's name and modify a training program within a couple of seconds, you, simply swapping out a back squat for a front squat, or maybe adjusting some volume or intensity on specific athletes takes seconds. And then yeah. the change is reflected immediately on their smartphone or on the the tablet on the rack. You know, it just takes paper out of the equation. So the, the minutes and seconds add up exponentially uh, the bigger the setting is. I would spend hours on the Excel sheets. And when I could have been out, you know, doing other things or whatever, I would spend yeah. hours, you know, just working with numbers and adjusting, you know, numbers in the program for the athletes. And now this program you have, bam. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, when when coaches come back and and tell us that you know we save them two hours a week, you know, for look, if you're a strength coach putting in long hours, two, two hours is pretty valuable. Yeah, uh, whether that means that you're spending more time with your family or picking up a new hobby like learning how to bake sourdough bread, it you know, time is time. Time. And, time. Uh, that that's the best compliment we can get is when coaches tell us that. You've had a tremendous amount of passion for the strength and conditioning. Yeah, I think we've developed that passion. You know, remember, when we were athletes, we didn't know a whole lot about strength and conditioning. Um, we kind of had to learn on the fly. It, neither my partner or myself are strength and conditioning professionals. Um, but we've, we, I think we've learned to, to have a passion for the industry, again, ba- based on working with our customers. I mean, their, their passion for their athletes and their profession definitely has uh, influenced us. Uh, to, to give you a recent example, you know, really, really unfortunate situation. One of our customers, the, school, the school's budget has been frozen, and unfortunately, they, they had to let him know that he had to be let go. It's just terrible. I, I, like it, it made me sick to my stomach. He reached out to me. Ed, and asked if we could extend the team builder account subscription so that he can continue programming for his athletes throughout the summer because he still cared about the athletes. He still wanted to make sure they were getting good training, even though he was no longer working for the program. I mean, that, that kind yeah, of, I mean, I mean yeah. that kind of, 
character, you know, in a person, how could I not be passionate for the industry when the, these are the people I work with? Yeah. You, you know, you just got to care about these guys because these guys care about their athletes. It's, it's an incredible industry uh, and the time and amount of time that these coaches put into it. It's just, just over the top, you know. And now, you know, um, you guys, you and your partner, you know, a couple of Division three athletes, you come out with this. Next thing you know, you know, your programs, I noticed, was being used by the Golden State Warriors. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. The, um, the, the professional teams, they come and go because, as you know, Ed, the, the business at that level, um, it, there's a little bit of turnover, right? Yeah. Um, no oh, one's safe for too long. Yeah. Nope. And um, we're always excited to work with, with professional teams. You know, I think initially we thought that, hey, working with, with pro teams might be a, you know, a little bit high maintenance. You know, they, they're, they're the, the big guys on the block. They might be a little demanding. But, but quite frankly, the, the majority of the, the coaches on these teams are, are really great individuals and have been fairly good to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't necessarily charge them more for, for being pro teams. Uh, they, everyone pays the same price for our product. And really? um, yeah, yeah, that, that's how we've done it. And, and this is kind of our, our value proposition in the market is that you, people can buy the same team builder subscription, whether you're a rural high school in Ohio or whether you're the, the Golden State Warriors. Um, and it works. It, it, it's, it works at all levels. And that, that's kind of a point of pride for us. So, um, you know, with that considered, the, the professional teams, what we thought would is a misconception we had is that, wow, these pro teams are good for marketing, right? We get to get their logos and, and tell people we work with them and get clout. Yeah. Um, but, but really, you know, I, I think strength coaches really are, are more inquisitive than that. I think they, they kind of look past the logo and really examine your product and, and who you are as a company. They want to know if you're going to support them. They, they might assume that, of course, you'll pick up the phone when the Warriors call. But will you pick up the phone when the high school with 100 athletes in Wyoming calls? That's what really matters. Mm-hmm. We found that out really quick. So we, 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 we kind of decided, hey, we're not going to take these, these logos of these big teams and say, hey, because of this, you should work with us. I think what it comes down to is letting people know that no matter who you are or what your logo is, you know, someone will pick up your phone call and help you out. I think that, that's what really goes further. Let's face it, you know, the most prominent fiscally successful athletic program in the United States uh, college levels, the Ohio State Athletic Program, Ohio State Buckeyes. And uh, it was just, what, about a month ago, two months ago, they came on board with your company. Tell us a little bit about how that transpired. You know, when Coach Marotti, obviously I know I knew who he was before then. Yeah. So his reputation precedes him. You know, we, we knew that when they called us up. Mm-hmm. We were pretty taken, taken back because, let's face it, Power 5 football, you know, athletes are with coaches 50 weeks a year. They have a, a staff of five full-time, maybe some interns and GAs. You know, they, they're not really seeking a product like ours for the most part. Um, right. But obviously with the situation and the athletes being remote, you know, this is, this is new territory for them. And the fact that they called, you know, we were honored. And then working directly with Coach Marotti, you're right. Um, he was thorough. I mean, he was, he was, you know, making sure that we, he really was vetting the best service for his athletes and his coaches. Um, also, the, the, the collaboration and the transparency within that strength and conditioning program as a whole, I thought was just unbelievable. You know, typically football and Olympic are not associated or somewhat Separate, associated. Yeah, Separate entities. Yeah, but it, 
and it seemed like this staff was all in it together. Um, yes. Every meeting we had, you know, they were together. And I, I thought it was unbelievable. And, and um, I, I, that was probably the most impressive thing about that experience was just how that program was so cohesive as a staff as a whole. And obviously that's a testament to Coach Marathi and the way he runs the program as a director of both football and uh, Olympic performance. Yeah, and um, I think, yeah, I think with, when he first started with this up at Ohio State, you know, he, he was just like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just a football guy. But then the athletic director, Gene Smith and everybody, they're, they're like stepping in, I believe. You know, this is the way the story is up, unraveled to me. And they wanted him and what he and his knowledge. They wanted him to share the whole thing with every every program that they've got up, up there. That's and that's exactly what you're talking about right there. Yeah, it is. So what, what an honor. Again, that's another instance of, you know, maybe seven years ago, we would just be excited that, that Ohio State called because that, that's a big program. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, we still are. But but more than that, we get to coach, we get to work with Coach Marathi. We get to work with that staff that I just told you we were so impressed by. So that that, that was great. And obviously, there were other football programs that, that called and got on board in the, the, the past month as well. And uh, here we are a month into it, and we still have great working relationships with all the coaches. They're, they're texting us, texting me, calling at all times, you know, learning the system and, yes. and getting it working. And with a staff like Ohio State, that's a large staff. You're talking 20-plus coaches. You know, yes. logistically, that could be a challenge. But I, I have never seen anything be implemented as smoothly as Team Builder has with this large staff. And I think it has to do with the organizational structure and the culture within that staff. It's incredible when you go up there and, and see the – how, how the interaction is between the different strength coaches that, it, that, that are in place there with the program. And uh, just to see how it all works without uh, tension. There's sometimes there's, you know, some of these schools tension between within the department clue out there. It, it, look, you're, you're right. You, you can sense tension at, at a lot of places. It certainly it makes you appreciate it when you sense the absence of it. It's an achievement uh, from a cultural standpoint. Collegially, uh, one of the programs I'm really impressed with is down in Tennessee with the volunteers, with what Dan Worth is doing there. And then, of course, they're really tied in with you. Yes. Uh, for years now, we, we've worked with Tennessee. I'm proud to. You know, Tennessee is my home state. And so you I, have to I, give them uh, extra, extra attention and love. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, home state. But let me tell you, Dan Worth, he's, he's been around a while. He, he's, he's a veteran strength coach. Been, been using Excel probably decades longer than he's used Team Builder. Um, mm -hmm. But to his credit, and this isn't always the case, to his credit, he invested the time in Team Builder, and he's, he's one of the better users on our system, which is just incredible. That, that's, I think, a testimony to being innovative. You know, we, we use the word innovative. That, that, that gets thrown around a lot. And innovative doesn't always mean doing something new as much as it means being able to let go of something old that, that you've done. So the Tennessee program has been just great to work with. Uh, Coach Greg Adamson has become oh, a good yeah. friend of mine. Really? Every time That's I see Coach Adamson at a, a conference, you know, he he just talks about how he's so excited to be there and he's lucky to be in the position that he's in. I mean, I, I he's just, the kind he's of coach that I – Yeah, yeah, he is. And and he's the kind of person that, that I, I want to be my strength coach if I were playing again because I know that he's – when he's not at the facility, he's he's still thinking about – the facility, the program, the athletes, he's, he's always on, so to speak, and, and not in a way where it's at the expense of relationships. He's, he's you know, I, I've bonded with him and he's, he has a lot of folks that respect him and, and that know him. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, t- Tennessee again. Look, I I grew up watching the Vols being really good at football throughout the 90s. I tell my friends this back home in Tennessee. The, the SEC is a lot more fun when Tennessee football is, you know, a, a, a power player, a big dog. And I, I'm, I'm waiting for the day, you know, because it just kind of brings back these great memories of the Tennessee Florida rivalries, the Tennessee Alabama rivalries. I, I really want it to, to happen. So I'm, I'm cheering for it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, what Greg's done down there with that program, he's just so passionate and, uh, you know, just dedicated. Of course, Dan Worth, you know, I first met him when he was a strength and conditioning coach for the uh, Arizona Wildcats out in the, back in the 90s. I'd go out there every summer, uh, every spring and visit him. And, oh, yeah, down in Tucson? Uh, yeah, ab- ab- just absorb knowledge. And, you know, then I'd go back to my program in Cincinnati and, uh, and uh, you know, try to tweak my program a little bit from things I discussed with uh, Dan. But uh, yeah. West Virginia also. Hey, yeah, here. yeah. Mountaineers, that's right. West Virginia uh, you know, came on board in bits and pieces. I think we yeah. started working with basketball first, yeah. and then brought on Olympic, and then brought on football. So, sure. uh, yeah, we we work. I think we work uh, program wide now, little by little. But yeah, um, yeah. Again, another uh, great program. Not too far away from us, over in Morgantown. I've never been, but I'd love to go when things uh, get back to normal. Oh yeah, we'll have to meet there one day. That's a, that's equal ground, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, just the, you know, uh, let's talk about uh, the logistics of Team Builder for a second. And as far as the, you know, when you're putting the program together, sets and rep combinations, that's all easily manipulated. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, it, it is. Um, the goal was anything you did on Excel, we we would like for you to do in Team Builder as well. So team builder as a, as a, an account, as a blank canvas, so to speak. And um, only recently have we started incorporating content in team builder as well. Uh, but we made a point to, to not make our content something that would dictate anything for coaches. We, and instead we wanted our content, our strength and conditioning templates to be a resource to coaches. So yeah. we have 60 plus templates, anything from simple, you know, linear periodized programs to five, three, one programs to, to triphasic, just templates for coaches to look at, to see. We thought it would be fun for younger coaches to gain access to this, but you know, quite frankly, a lot of coaches uh, in a lot of settings like our templates just to look at and get inspired by. You can take our templates and modify them. So a lot of people take our templates and just kind of use them as a, as a jumping off point for writing their programs. And uh, that's been a lot of fun as well as, as to do that. So we kind of want to be everything for everyone, although that, that'll never be the case. But if, if it's a 30-year veteran strength coach, that coach can run their program, their scheme down to the sets and reps. Um, and if it's a new strength coach that needs a little bit of help, you know, hopefully we have some high quality programs to give them something to, to start with and to, to start off from. During this COVID situation, mm-hmm. the coach can really track the athlete's logins workouts, everything? Yeah, yeah, more or less. Um, obviously, different leagues, different uh, you know, uh, uh, collegiate settings will have different uh, regulations as to how much a coach can, can log and track. And we have built-in, built-in mechanisms that can prevent that to, to keep a school compliant. But you know, speaking outside of that, coaches can see results on a day-by-day basis for each athlete. Um, coaches can see if athletes are hitting new maxes and new PRs. Mm-hmm. Um, they could, athletes can see each other in the team feed. The team feed is like a social page where you can see other people's activity. 
And more excitingly, what we've recently built out is remote coaching video. So if an athlete wants to film their last set on back squat and upload it via video, the coach can get that and review it and um, give feedback and send feedback to the athlete on their mobile app. It's like a coaching relationship, you know, on Team Builder. And similarly, athletes can be instructed to submit video on the team feed if coaches are running a challenge. As many push-ups as possible in 60-second push-up yeah. contest. Yeah. Um, film your minute, upload it to the team feed. That, that's competition. You know, that's competition right there in, in the apps. And those are some things we've done recently and, and put out there for the remote training situation. And it's really coming in handy. I mean, competition and you could argue that a coach's value largely is just motivation and, and you're promoting those, those characteristics, competition and accountability. And that coaches kind of get robbed of that opportunity with remote coaching. So we're trying to install some things to kind of help uh, promote that again. You know, this thing's come a long way, and uh, now more than ever, you know, I would think, you know, how about like trial in a, in a high school? You know, some of these high schools, like you say, they got limited budgets or whatever, and they trial it and then find out, hey, this is something that's really, really valuable. How would they go about doing it? If you go to our website, you, mm -hmm. you, you shouldn't miss the, the, the button that says start a free trial. Uh, it's 14 days currently. It, it, back in March, when the pandemic kind of really crept up on the, the country, we, yeah. we opened up the trial for 45 days. And we said, hey, look, if we can help fill the gaps for your program for 45 days and use it out, use it for free and, you know, drop it afterwards, that, that's fine. We want it to be readily available for folks, at least for that period of time while they figure things out. So that, that promotion is recently over, but 14 days is, is more or less what we figured to be more than enough time for someone to, to give our software a shot. Uh, we can provide an exercise database in your account during a free trial so that a free trial really consists of adding athletes into the account and building the training programs out, you know, day by day for a couple of weeks. And, and that's really all there is to it. From there, it's just a matter of collecting data and, you know, looking at the reports, looking at videos, looking at the attendance and participation. Yeah. So on, on the website, teambuilder.com, you'll see it there. And uh, we do give some free templates with that free trial as well. We have at-home body weight training templates, uh, strength building, speed and power maintenance, mm -hmm. um, as well as a coach fit program for coaches who want to tag along and, and do some workouts as well. You know, for a coach who's you might, might be out of their prime, we've got a workout program for that. That all comes free with a free trial. Well, here at Tomlin, we appreciate you checking in with our uh, our podcast today. Since we we're a, you know we don't charge for what we do and we're sponsor driven and we really appreciate what you've done for athletic strength and power it helps you know get our videos and our podcast on training out to you know people who don't have to pay for it because of some great sponsors that we have like you we really well i'm happy to do it and uh, i remember ed years and years ago when you reached out not a lot of folks you know knew who we were or you know wanted to much to do with us, the new kids on the block, but yeah. you did, you asked us, and we've been happy to do it ever since. It's been a good relationship. I'm happy to, to keep moving it forward. Hewitt Tama, he's the uh, the guy in charge. He's the operations manager, and he started Team Builder. We really appreciate you joining us for this ASAP podcast and look forward to doing it again. And Thanks for having me on. It's uh, an honor. I'm looking forward to the next time, and I'm looking forward to the, the new content you keep putting